My name is Jack McGuy. I'm an artist and I live in Troy, New York, and I do uh, experimental performances, some of which involve me moving my body and many of which involve other people following directions that I write. I also have been a supporter of the Sanctuary and WOOC from the beginning and in my day job as an arborist have helped out with things that the sanctuary needed. Welcome to Hudson Mohawk Magazine, Jack McGuy. You are the current artist in residence at Focus Lab. Can you talk about the body movement that you just gave us a brief introduction to and how you have taken your art practice to work with Focus Lab? Sure. First off, I want to mention that uh, Focus Lab is a place that I'm just getting to know, but I think it's FOCUS is an acronym that stands for Future of Cities and Urban Sustainability. And it's a gallery space in downtown Troy on 3rd Street. And they have a show right now. To flow both ways. To flow is, both ways. Very good. Which is on its way out. Yeah. And so just the background of this is that it's a show that covers... Uh, the various histories or perspectives on history of this river that we live along in its whole course, and also tries to look at solutions to f problems that are anticipated right now as far as climate change issues. So that's super interesting. I think it's a really good show, and so I was pleased to be asked to wind up the show by putting together a performance. And as far as using my body, this is a production, an event that I'm putting together that doesn't involve my dance background at all, really, more my background as a writer and sort of a thinker about nature. You mentioned finding solutions for the future of the health of our rivers and environments, ecological environments. How does art help in this discovery of solutions for the future? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, if we don't, if we continue to think about things in the way we've always thought about things, and that includes sort of how to most effectively exploit the resources around us, but also kind of to be pissed off about the inequities that we see around us and all these sort of ways that we look at things, then we're not having a good time. And, or some people are having a good time, but most people are not having a good time. And so my goal as an artist is to strive to give people an alternate perspective, to sort of like give them a surprisingly fun time in a setting that seems like it would be kind of depressing. And so that's you know, this is the perfect opportunity for that because the riverfront of Troy is a historically underutilized place that people have dumped a lot of stuff in. And it's, but it's fascinating. And so I'm basically have set up a, um, a script that gives people sort of a, uh, both a passive appreciation of the site and then also an active way to sort of literally mine mine the site and pick it apart and find things within it and that's what i'm up to 
And it's happening on the shoreline, right? You'd it's happening on the shoreline in bring, an un, bring undisclosed. Boots, I've been told. Uh, yeah, sensible shoes would be good. Nothing open because it's a wild place. It's essentially a wild place in the city, which is really a, fun. A secret it's, it's an undisclosed location at the request of Rafe Larson from Focus Lab. So I'm, uh, I'm honoring that. We're going to meet in downtown near Monument Square. And if anybody listening to this is interested in participating, they can Go sign up. Futureofsmallcities.org, the website, has uh, links to more of a description of your performance, which is called The New Island Project. That's right. And links to sign up. Could you talk about the title, The New Island Project? Why did Where did that come from? Well, that's also a little bit of a secret. So the the end product of the piece relates to that. So at the very end, it will be clear why it's called a new island project. But I don't want to. I don't think I can say much more about it than that, except it sort of alludes to the human propensity for tearing apart and reforming land into islands. And other things like Green Island, for instance, so Starbuck of, Island. Mm, yeah, if what I'm understanding the performance is humans doing what we do, tearing things apart. Do you hope that humans are observing the tendencies that we have, or is it more of a reframing of human relationships to the plant world? Not just well. As an aside, not just plants, but plants, animals, fungi, perhaps other things, and in or you know, abiotic things, things that aren't living at all. But to your question, both. So I think that through behaving as humans behave and watching each other behave as humans behave, we can laugh at ourselves, but also appreciate how we're in the situation that we're in. Like, it's a serious topic, but it deserves a humorous approach, in my opinion. Could you talk about how sensory is a big part of your artwork? Sure. So I'm very interested in people's approach to nature and the desire of a lot of people to, you know, the, the great value that a lot of people in my class of people, so, you know, fairly well-educated white people, go out and, you know, drive out into the woods and use all kinds of fossil fuels to go out to the Adirondacks and have these, like, bucolic experiences. And I'm curious how much of those, the value of those experiences has to do with the site themselves and how much of it has to do with just the plan, just the mindset that, well, I'm going to go do this thing which will take me away from the rest of my life. And so um, some of the work I've been doing recently is designed to tease that apart. And in particular, I'm sort of working with a tradition of uh, Guy Debord from the Situationists, which was a, a French group of artists, and they came up with this thing called the Derive, which was basically wandering around the city and just bumbling around and trying to participate in the city in a way very unlike what normal activities in the city would be like. So trying to take it in in a different way. And so I'm, I find that kind of inspiring and I'm interested in having people approach 
their immediate surroundings or surroundings that don't seem to have a lot of nature experience opportunities and derive some kind of nature experience pleasure from those experiences. I assume you're talking about Troy and how a lot of people maybe don't see the nature within the city. Why do you think there is that disconnect with especially metropolitan areas of people and the environments around them? I'm not, I mean, I, I understand a bunch of it. I'm a child of 1970s suburban Cleveland myself. So I think it has a lot to do with the trends. I mean, you could connect it to a lot of things, colonialism, uh, whiteness. I mean, all kinds of mm -hmm. lefty tropes, but you could, I'm not as concerned about it as I am about just noticing it and kind of nudging it in some way. So reconnecting yeah. these relationships. Oh, yeah, definitely. Getting people to, to have a good time just noticing what's around them Wonderful. in a way that's very similar to any other experience of noticing what's around you, whether it's in some pristine wilderness or in your bathroom. We did briefly mention Rafe Larson, and he's worth mentioning again, the founder of Future of Small Cities. And your performance is coming up on Saturday, October 29th, the New Island Project. 2 p.m. Jack McGuy, thank you so much. What would you like to leave our listeners with? Go down to the river, even if it's not part of my event, and just spend five or ten minutes looking at the water. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks.